Hi everybody, this is Mikey D. Welcome to my stoop. There once was a small American town, and although it sat in the forgotten corner of a giant city, it was much like any other small community around America. Everyone knew everyone else's name and everyone's business. Instead of a stream or a brook, we had the fire hydrant. We didn't have farmer's markets, but we did have a well-stocked bodega. And rather than sitting on the front porch to watch the little world fall by, we sat on our stoops. You know, it seems like an ancient time, like it was some lost city. It was like I had watched it all from the stoops of Atlantis. Sometimes I have a hard time locking in an idea for a Stoops episode. I'll let my mind wander back to those days of Atlantis, and while little fragmented memories pop into my mind, none seem to be fleshy enough to expand into a full theme. But this is autumn, and autumn drops leaves of many shapes and colors, each a fragment of the full splendor of its tree. So keeping with that spirit, I've decided to just let memory fragments fill this episode. I will reveal these memories in no particular order of time. I'll just drop them like colorful leaves in Jefferson Park. And many of you, I'm sure, will connect to some of these people, places, and moments of time. There was a smell that used to fill the air around those streets of Atlantis during autumn. Burning leaves. Giant piles would be gathered in Jefferson Park and set ablaze. I would do the same in my yard. The perfume was magical. My friends once picked me up and tossed me into the pool at Jefferson Park, fully clothed. The streets were quiet and desolate on Thanksgiving. A chill would almost always be in the air. My mom and dad and sisters would walk from 118 to Long Pleasant to 116, where we would visit my Aunt Anne and Uncle Danny. Around that long table in their large living room, we would gather and feast. The oldest specific memory I have is a quick fragment of my fourth birthday, like a quick movie. Fade in. I am standing on the Esau stoop with my older sisters and their friend Sylvester, and he asks me, so how old are you? I say four. He laughs. Fade out. My friend Anthony being scolded by his mother to not go near that stray dog. That's an alligator dog, she would shout. Rescuing a greasy kitty from the street and bringing him into my yard and my mother then agreeing to let us keep Gabriel. Me and Anthony would collect pull tabs and random scraps of metal. I wanted to build a spaceship with the stuff. Anthony wanted to build a battleship. So we compromised. We would build a rocket battleship and cruise space for bad guys. My wacky Irish setter Sheba, running across the street as a bunch of ladies on folding chairs jumped up and screamed as if she were Cujo. I mean, Sheba would only lick their faces to death. Joe, the delivery man from Key Food, pushing his cart down my street, his eyes glued to our friend Jennifer. Not looking where he was going, crash into a pile of garbage cans. I'm sure he was not the first nor the last to be so distracted. A pheasant, or maybe it was a wild turkey, flew down my block. It landed on the top of a building doorway. I remember kids climbing on each other's shoulders to try to catch it. I think it flew off. Once a large iguana strolled down 118th Street, its owner followed moments later to retrieve it. 
One summer, a praying mantis landed on my stoop, and we took turns holding the beautiful creature as it posed and went through its karate katas on our palms. I weighed a large bottle rocket, a cluster bee, and a bottle that was too small to handle the weight. It launched, and as the bottle tipped, in slow-mo, I watched the projectile arch down 118 towards Pleasant and nail a guy in his chest in a beautiful, albeit a bit scary, fiery display. I dropped my head and played dumb, which after that event was pretty easy. A huge fire in a church on 118th between 1st and 2nd. Yeah, they burned the churches up in Harlem, like in that Spanish Civil War, Billy Joel saying. The half-moon ride that would show up on a truck during the summer, and the screams of the kids riding it. The good humor truck, and its circus pops with the secret figure on the stick. Every day a free ice cream for the correct figure. Waiting for my dad to come home from work, watching as bus after bus would pull up on the corner, until finally I'd spot him, and I'd go running to meet him. One night, the police surrounded a Mr. Softy truck and approached with drawn weapons. Was the music too loud? That strange homeless man who dropped to his knees and extended his arms like Jesus. Me and my friend sneaking into Holy Rosary Church and climbing that rickety ladder into the steeple and then up another ladder into the belfry. Yeah, that big bell fascinated us. The place was littered with pigeon poop and feathers and I could see my yard down below through the little window. Walking with Scott as my wingman to ask Marlene to the 8th grade prom, I summoned a nerve, and she said no. Being approached as a 9-year-old by a member of the Spanish King Street Gang, offering to have my back if I ever was in trouble, I nodded and said, okay, thanks. Thankfully, I never had to cash in that chip. Throwing eggs at this guy Vinny on Pleasant Avenue and ending up in a mini brawl with his buddies who came to his defense, me and Scott were outnumbered, and I was clipping the jaw. No biggie. It felt great throwing that egg at him. <laughs> I had my reasons. A little later, Scott and I watched in hysterics as my cousin Joe, no lightweight, came booking from Pleasant Avenue like an Olympic runner as the Pleasant Avenue crew chased him off that turf. A look of sheer terror on his face. Me and Scott were in stitches. Those bright yellow cotton candy sunshine summer days. Warm morning breezes and the exploding sound of my dad sneezing, which could be heard all the way to Pleasant Avenue. The old man with the fruit card who came around selling sugar cane and canippers. Yeah, canippers, one of my favorite fruit. I always wish they'd come out with canipper jolly ranchers. Being picked up from Holy Rosary School by my Aunt Dee, Dee this always meant a trip to the soda fountain shop on 119 off Pleasant, where we would sit at that great old-fashioned looking counter and drink malteds and going to Scotty's candy store at my mom after school. The best collection of candy in that small, little, moldy-smelling paradise. And it was around for so long, my parents went to buy candy there when they were kids. You're old. Standing lonely on my stoop one desolate autumn night as a teen, alone, then I spotted her. She stopped at the bottom of my stoop, and she said I looked like James Dean standing there. Cool! Yeah. <laughs> the humongous piles of snow were regular occurrence, and my friends and I would pull our snorkel jacket hoods over our faces and dive headfirst into snow piles. I mean, why not? 
Speaking of snorkel goats, I once climbed the fence on the corner of Huntington and Pleasant, and when I jumped over, the spike caught my hood, and I dangled there like a convicted murderer as Joe M. cracked up. He eventually helped me down. The smell of air on that first warm day. The little red dots of budding flowers on my crabapple tree. Taking my new girlfriend Susie to a honey teen and hanging out on the stoop. Now, she was an 86th Street girl, not accustomed to stoop life. She seemed a bit awkward at first. I mean, it was her first stoop. But she soon got the knack. In fact, Susie was baptized by Sheba during her first tour of my backyard. Yep, splat right in Sheba poo. Welcome to East Harlem. Lying scared under the covers in the middle of the night as many, many gunshots rang out on the street. Or when some drunk idiot threw a bottle through our window. A man stabbed on the sidewalk in front of my building and my mother hosing away the blood. The excitement when they shot the TV show Oh Ye Willie for weeks during that great summer. It started with a block party on 118. I got to be an extra and I never saw an episode of the show. My Aunt Dee Dee ruining multiple takes as I shot a short film in front of my building. Look at Mikey Boom Boom making a movie! Cut! 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 Setting up Kool-Aid stands on dull summer days to make a few nickels to buy candy. We usually ended up drinking the profits. Sitting on my stoop with my cousin Joe for hours on summer days blasting rock music in a hood where it was all disco and rap. Digging through piles of firecracker paper for ones that didn't go off playing hours of scullies and getting soaked under the hydrant, Italian ices, Mr. Softy Cone, Zeppelis, and getting buzzed on Manhattan specials, bullets overhaul, movie makers' fireworks, fights and laps and snowball battles, socks full of flour. I guess it was no different than any other little American town, but my memory fragments fall from that tree called East Harlem around the stoops of Atlantis. This has been the Stoops of Atlantis with Mikey D. If you would, please take a moment to like this podcast or maybe even give it a star rating, one to five. And if you if are so inclined, a review, a written review would be really appreciated. Any, any way you can help spread the word, maybe tell your friends or family or post something on social media, would be greatly appreciated to help grow this audience so I can continue making these episodes and uh, entertain you all. So thank you and tune in next time.